Hello and welcome to the Meet Your Species podcast. My name is Heath and today we have another vintage episode for you all the way back from 2014. Today's guest was Adam Rosenberg who's a actor from Atlanta and I met Adam on set of one of the movies I worked on um, quite a while back and um, he was just an interesting kid a fun character so I thought he would make a great guest and so I had him on the podcast and um now, being 2020, as I'm looking back on this, it's been, what, six years, I'm realizing, wow, I did a really terrible job with video. And so I'm so sorry if you're watching this on YouTube. I, I had multiple cameras, and I ended up with just only one angle that um, worked, and the other one was just, like, way too close, cropping his head off. It was no good. I don't know what I was thinking. Definitely there was a reason I was not behind the camera at that time. I was only <laughs> in front of it. And, well, anyway... Um, Adam's an interesting person and um, he had another one of the, the bag of mixed nuts that are the people of Atlanta who I fall in love with. So I hope you enjoy and without further ado, I give you Adam Rosenberg. Welcome, Adam. Hi. You're on the podcast. All right. Thanks for <laughs> having me. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Um, so you want to dive in? Yes, I'm ready. Let's do it. So... Um, as usual, I start these with just give us a glimpse into what was your childhood like? Like, uh, how, where and how did you grow up? Uh, suburban Atlanta, you know. Uh, okay. You know, Roswell, Alpharetta area. So just north there? All right. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, typical suburban lifestyle, you know. Got a car at 16 and uh, <laughs> public school, private school for a while, uh, private Jewish school up until about eighth grade. Okay. Um, you know, uh little bit of addiction and uh, stuff like that going on for a little while, you know, uh, saw that um, resolve itself and, uh, you know, mostly good memories, nothing really that, you right. know. It's like a fairly privileged, kind of easy. Yeah, you know. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I can relate. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So... In, so you've been here your whole life? I have, yes. Cool. Um, tell me, were there specific people or experiences along the way, like maybe at that private school, maybe a public, maybe just around, that helped shape the way you think? Like maybe important people? or I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, so give us a little taste of that. Okay. I think that, uh, you know, it's probably my perception too, uh, it seemed that um, the big goal was not really going after the things you wanted in your life. The big goal seemed to be more of making as little mistakes as possible. Mm, you know what like I mean? Perfect. Yeah, just, you know, follow that 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 right path, the straight and narrow, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the... Oh, snap. Hang on. <laughs> My bad. No, that's all good. All right. I have let us down, but we shall resume. <laughs> yeah. And yes. Do we start over? Or we no. just, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, just what's uh, I felt it was uh, it was more about just, uh, you know, keeping yourself composed, you know, do the right things, get the right grades, get into the right school, um, mm -hmm. get the right job, and you'll be helped along the way and, uh, you know, uh, find totally. the right 
wife or a husband, I guess, you know. Go after that American dream. Go after it, yeah. And, you know, um, so you don't struggle in your uh, older years. Yeah, and you can retire and whatever, right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what, what would you say, from your perspective, was the thing that was driving that in your life? Like, was it family, friends, teachers, peers? Like, what was telling you? I would say family and friends was the biggest mix of it. You know, mostly yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, family too. What were like? What were some examples of like how that would come up in a way that would make you feel like that's what you were supposed to do? Just uh, the gossip kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. You know, just people's reputations based on the things they did wrong more than the things they did right. Mm-hmm. So how people talked about each other yes. behind the back. Yes. Interesting. You okay. Know, yeah, like you go to to temple or something and it, it was less about praying as a group but more mm-hmm. about like someone walks up to the podium and it's like oh she did so and so he he did this and that you know what i mean cool. and it was uh it was more about their track record than than interesting trying kind of trying to come together as a whole <laughs> so did you well yeah so especially in the south i feel like there's a heavy influx of um of people that identify as christian not that there isn't a ton of other everything and especially Gwinnett County and like all around Atlanta but since that's the case for anybody that didn't grow up in a Jewish environment do you have some things you can be like well for most people it's like this but for me this was my experience yeah I got a good mix of both actually uh where I grew up was um uh I was one of it was a good mix of white and black I was the only uh no there was one other Jewish uh family on my street but it was it was you know, just as much black as it was white. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also played football. I was one of the only Jewish kids who played football. So it was almost <laughs> like I had this other life, you know, uh, outside of that community where, um, you know, I participated in, in football and uh, I would go to like Marist uh, camp, you know. It's, a, it's like a private Christian school, actually, oh. <laughs> where they held camps and stuff. And uh, for a while, I thought I was going to go there for high school, too. Interesting. Um, yeah. Did that cause any conflict like with people uh, in your family or anything? Not, not at the time, you know, because mm-hmm. it was more about sports than anything else. <laughs> yeah, so do what gets you where you want to go, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So in all that, what were some what were some experiences or people that really helped you think differently? Like were there any impactful teachers or, or family members or anything? Friends maybe? Uh, I, I'm not going to say, I don't, teachers, uh, you know, there were some, but I, I can't really think of them, um, which means they might not have been that impactful. I was always someone who was trying to impress his friends every second of the day. Okay. No matter what, it was always about seeking their approval. Copy that. And, uh, so I would have messed up any grades I needed to. I would have done anything wrong. Just like, to be right for them. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it didn't matter where I was going to school. It didn't matter my career path that much. Um, all that mattered was that we were going to stay together, you know, right, which right. I learned the hard way was not going to happen <laughs> after even like 15, you know, <laughs> after we went to separate high schools, it, it all started changing. Interesting. So, uh, so what have you, what have you really taken away from that? Like, how's that made you grow? Um, it, it's, uh, 
it made me have to really think about what I want out of life. Well, not so much, uh, you know, um, kind of if, if, if all these other factors weren't, weren't in play, uh, if I didn't care about what other people thought, if, if um, I wasn't trying to please anybody, what would I want to do? What could I get up and do that would make me happy? What kind of goals am I going to work towards, um, mm -hmm. you know, for the later years in life? Interesting. All right. Well, here's a, here's a question I just thought of. Um, if you, based on that, because I'm sure there's other people that relate to that, so if you could say, like, if you there was something that you feel like you could say to yourself back then that would have made a difference, is there something? And if there was, would, maybe would it have been? I don't know, uh, honestly, because I think that had I not made all the mistakes, I would be somebody wondering about a lot of stuff. I'd be what-ifing even mm -hmm. more. I don't have to what-if anymore because I know that path is that way. That's a dead-end road. That's not it. That's not it. Um, it's from experience. Yeah. I think that if I would have done it, you know, if I would have told myself, hey, go to film school, you know, start doing this music stuff, um, focus on your artistic side more than anything else, I may have still kept myself in a bubble. And I think that my rebellion stage, my whole falling off the, the wagon stage, whatever, it was an inevitable thing, mm -hmm. kind of like the chicken pox. Um, I think that it was better that it happened at a younger age than an older one. It would have been more severe had I had all these responsibilities and liabilities, you know? Mm -hmm. So, okay. you know, I'm not happy about a lot of it, but I also am happy that it happened when it did. It's always easier, especially when it's in the past. It's like, okay, I dealt with that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, so walk us through how you went from that upbringing to where you are now. Like, give us the bridge. Okay, yeah. Um, or wait, before we go there, sorry. Uh, let's let's dive a little bit more into, like, can you, like, touch on, like, what your parents did? What Like, what was that experience growing up? Yeah, uh, I guess, you know, um, I watched my dad... I saw my dad have a lot of success early, then I saw him struggle, mm -hmm. and then I saw him really have to refocus and, and reevaluate things in order to gain his balance. Um, and, you know, I think he made a lot of sacrifices and did a lot of stuff for his family, which uh, I respect a lot. You know, at the time, I may not have understood, mm -hmm. but uh, it wasn't until I got a little bit older and maybe was in similar situations that I was like, I get it. I see what's going on here. You know? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that uh, I watched my mother stay supportive through thick and thin, which I don't think a lot of other uh, spouses would do. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of In people... In divorce would, culture. Yes, exactly. I think more people would be more inclined to run. And um, I think it makes her a little stronger more that, you know, that she didn't. And, uh, you know... Um, so I guess I respect her for a lot of that, too. So that's cool, because, like, my parents got divorced when I was three, so I always find it interesting what people who had parents that are still together, like the differences. What I consider the differences is that what I'm used to is not just the social norm anymore. I feel like <laughs> what you're used to is, you know, like you're yeah. almost, you're better off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta find me some codependent, you know what I mean? 
or I am that. But um, yeah, uh, most people seem to not stick together. You know, it almost seems unnatural to be together for that long. Uh, it, takes, it's, it takes a lot of work in itself, you know. What's that say about us? I, yeah, no, <laughs> mankind is. Uh, uh, we're doomed from the start, anyway. <laughs> it's okay. Um, all right, so bridge us to uh, to where you are. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, give me, give me a little more. So, so like you were, you're in school, you're in sports, you're like thinking about friends, and then life happened. What, what's that? that life chunk? happened. What's the path? Okay. Uh, Tell us your your backstory. How you okay. Got to where you are. Yeah, uh, I guess 